You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Suckers. You better, you bet. On the BetQL Network, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. By the way, how about uh, how about Ian Eagle came on the show on Friday and like was obsessed with the Power Hour music and then proceeded to like ask Jake to bring it up and then basically like, ad libbed over it. Do we? I think we have some of that sound. I think Alex pulled a bunch of it here. Jake, if you have anything anything from the Ian Eagle interview on Friday uh, when he came on to start the Power Hour, play some of that sound here, and let's uh, let, let's take a trip down memory lane. Can you cue the horns again? Like, that's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more O. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Jake. Come on, Jake. Come on, Jake. Oh, yeah. Come on, Jake. <laughs> Just, I got to tell you something, man. What a great spot with Iron Eagle this uh, this past Friday. That's a vibe. You know that, like, CBS plays that music all the time, right, during the NCAA yeah. tournament and for college hoops? Yep. For college, I think it's their like, regular season college basketball because the the tournament they have that own that whole music set that they do just for the, like, da 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 They do that for the whole tournament. But the, the regular season, like Saturday, Sunday games, Big Ten, they're, they're pumping that stuff in. Yeah. What is the percent chance that that if and when CBS plays that music, that Ian Eagle will recognize it. I'm not saying he's going to, like, say anything about it. On no, the but what, I think he'll recognize what is it. The, I think he'll recognize uh, it. Uh, like, like 100%, right? Like 99%, yeah. let's say? He's a perceptive guy. Yeah, I think he's got it. Do you, do you think he'd ever be like, shout out to you better, you bet? No. <laughs> Congratulations on Nick and Ken and all their success. 
live on CBS. What? Where does that uh, where does that rank for you among co- coolest moments in you better you bet history? Was Ian Eagle it was, telling us like how it was great surprising? We were. It was just really I think that's why it was ridiculous is uh, or not ridiculous wrong way was great. It just because I was like, wait what? Like I was like, is this a bit at first? I was like, I don't understand. No, he's like really genuine. He's like saying great job with everything. Oh, oh okay, like thank you. Um, yeah, just surprising. I think more than more than anything, uh, which made it way better. Uh, I believe, and you never know because I—I I, I don't know. His like his like microphone and computer setup is like from the Flintstones. Uh, I believe that Tyler Morales is with us. Tyler, are you with us? I am here. Oh, and it doesn't—it it doesn't sound good, but it also doesn't sound like the worst it's ever bad. sounded. So, so, so we're okay here. It's good enough. Tyler has been with you better, you bet, since day literally since day one, show one in 2019. Tyler, where does the Iron Eagle? Where does that? I know you weren't on the show on Friday, but I know like you know what happened, obviously, and you heard the interview. Where does that like rank for you in like coolest you better you bet moments in in the show's history? I think it's probably it's probably one of the better moments in history, maybe next to like, you know, the show not getting kicked off the air for the first year and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's up there. I need, I mean, I stopped what I was doing to listen and the social media interaction was awesome about it. So, I mean, I think it was the number one so far. Why would the show have gotten kicked off the air just because like, like, we almost it was did. like tenuous. We had a, we had a pandemic. Just yeah. Skype issues. Oh, man. That's... Bum, bum, bum. No, the Skype. I loved the Skype issues. Like when we had Skype yeah, issues, it meant work. I, I, it meant I didn't, I didn't work, and I also got paid. Uh, just like Ken's like panicked text to me, like, yeah. "Do I still get paid if we don't do the show?" And I was like, "You're good, well, buddy. You're definitely going to get paid." You were under, con- yeah, you were enough. under contract then. Like you fair were under enough. contract. I was getting paid by the show, though. No, just a uh, little different. But I mean, I, you know, what are they going to not pay me and pay you when it's like tech issues? Like it's a big company. I mean, figured it out. They pay. They pay for people who are like honestly, like they paid. They paid and they paid well and it was great. And and it and it and it continues and it continues to uh continues to be great. And maybe one day we'll be able to bring back the break of breaks, which would be truly sensational. Uh Jason Sobel from Sir well, you know, maybe we'll do take an hour off the show, and that'll be the break of breaks. Yeah. Sirius yeah. XM PGA Tour Radio's Jason Sobel will join us coming up next segment, giving us golf bets, and then we'll give you our bets uh, to close the show for tonight. Uh, we'll find out if Tyler's got some bets for us in college hoops. But for now, and and I know that. And this actually worked out really well with how the show um, the show went today. Because I know he, Ken, you you told us Alex and I before the show started that you had like a lot of a lot of stuff for today. We can carry that yeah. into Wednesday, which is which is pretty exciting. Um, we have a lot of good content coming up this week. But um, I know you had mentioned to end last hour that you want to hit Super Bowl MVP. So why don't we do that here um, in this segment? And I'll just I'll read like the first couple names in the market from BetMGM, and then we can as we name other guys that we can give the prices. So right now. Lamar Jackson and Brock Purdy remain the two favorites, right? The quarterbacks of the two teams that are favored this weekend on Championship Sunday makes sense, right? Lamar plus 250, Brock Purdy plus 325. Patrick Mahomes plus 350. Christian McCaffrey is next at 6-1. to one. Jared Goff, 8-1. to one. And then a line is drawn and we go to like the 50-1s, 50, 50 the Travis Kelsey's, the Brandon Ayuk's of the world. So I guess we can kind of draw the line there, Ken, for now. And I'm, I know we'll talk about guys that were not, that I didn't list. Um, kind of like your thoughts as it stands right now, Monday before Championship Sunday, on betting Super Bowl Most Valuable Player. Uh, as much down the rabbit hole as you were on betting the Lions, and you're like, you love this game, and you have this really strong opinion, and no one's going to be able to shake you from it, right? Like, it's just, hey, look, I'm really confident in this thing. This is how I see it playing out. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with my instincts and make the bet. And, like, shout out to people that can follow through on their 
intuition and actually place the bet too and like have skin in the game uh i i have that with this market to like an insane degree and i just i think something is more likely to happen than i think everyone else does and i've run it by other people and i alluded to it on yesterday's show very quickly to close and i'll go into more detail here uh, I think it's much more likely than the market is pricing that if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes is not going to win Super Bowl MVP. That's like my strongest opinion in the market by far. I am very confident in this. Uh, why am I very confident? Well, first, let's start with like the pricing and how it works. Uh, he is basically a one-to-one correlation with the Chiefs price to win the Super Bowl. So the market is saying when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, like 99% of the time, Mahomes wins MVP. Why would the market price it that way? Well, for a really obvious, smart reason. The Chiefs have won two Super Bowls. In both of those Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes was the MVP. He's also the best player in the world. <laughs> so, like, I get it. Get why the market's priced like that. Why do I think this year could be different? I think there are two really, really fundamental reasons. First, and this is more about this year's Chiefs team than anything else, uh, this year's Chiefs team is more complete. It's not about Patrick Mahomes. He had the worst year statistically of his entire career. He did not win most valuable player in the regular season. He didn't even come close. The identity of this year's team is not him throwing the ball 50 times. It's not them scoring a million points, although the offense has started to play better. It's this like offensive skeleton of him, Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, and Rasheed Rice. And it's a defense that's outstanding. It makes a lot of big plays. And it's all of that working in concert Whereas the identity of the previous teams was much more about like his outrageous talent and us seeing it for the first time and recognizing that by rewarding him when he wins. So like when teams win the Super Bowl, I think like a common misnomer is that it's kind of random who wins Super Bowl MVP, like it's the quarterback a lot and then who knows. That's not really how it's ever worked. The identity of the team almost always comes across in who wins Super Bowl MVP, even when a quarterback doesn't win. When a great defensive team wins the Super Bowl, like the historically good defensive teams, frequently a member of that defense will win Super Bowl MVP. It's happened like four or five times historically. The most recent two examples would be the Legion of Boom defense with Seattle and then Denver when they beat Carolina and Von Miller won Super Bowl MVP. These were like number one in the regular season legendary defenses. And, I, and as a result, they won through their defense. And when they won through their defense, a defensive player won. Just spoiler alert, I'm not advocating to bet like everybody on the Chiefs defense. That's not really where this is going. Just that usually the winner of the MVP does reflect the identity of the team. Even when Cooper Cup won, oh, a wide receiver. What's going on? Matthew Stafford was the quarterback. Cooper Cup was the offensive player of the year. He was the best player in football basically that year. So yeah, when they won, guess what their freaking identity was? <laughs> like it was him. Like that was the guy. Stafford to him. There's your identity. So just like it usually plays out that way. Uh, the identity of this Chiefs team is actually much more about balance. And it's much more about like this offensive skeleton of these players and a lot of contributions on defense. That's reason number one, I think he may not win. Reason number two, and this is really like, this is me. Can with you the tin do this in the McLaughlin on. group? Can you do this in the McLaughlin group voice? Issue number two. Well, I'm not going to do the whole thing <laughs> in the McLaughlin group, but is, issue number one, balance team, Pat Buchanan. Uh, <laughs> issue number two. So this is this is where like I... <laughs> There, there isn't like, let's be honest, like Patrick Mahomes is, is he may not be a one of one yet, but he may be a one of one by, by the end of his career. Uh, there aren't a lot of historical comps for what he's doing, but Tom Brady's one of them. He might be the only one and Brady won six Super Bowls with the Patriots and he won them in groups of threes. 
He won the first three when he was really young, and then he went a long time and he didn't win, and then he won three more. And in each group of three, he won them in quick succession. He like would win and then win two, or he would win and then year off win, year off win. They would occur in a small amount of time. And in the first two of each of the trios, he won Super Bowl MVP. And in the third one, everyone was sick of that happening and gave it to someone else. And Dion Branch was the recipient of Super Bowl MVP the first time in the third Super Bowl. That was against the Eagles. And Julian Edelman was the recipient against the Rams in the like low like the Super Bowl that you don't want to remember because it was so terrible. And in each of those games, I think the really remarkable part because you might be like, well, like Dion Branch broke the like the record for receiving in the Super Bowl. Like that's why he won. Here's Brady's numbers from that game. And as I'm saying this, imagine Patrick Mahomes having the same number in the Super Bowl. So here's Brady against the Eagles: twenty-three for thirty-three, two thirty-six, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Like, I think the understanding would be, well, if Patrick Mahomes has a game like that in the Super Bowl, he's going he's gonna to win Super Bowl MVP. Cool. Branch was 11 for 133 and no touchdowns. Edelman was 10 for 141 and no. Here's the really funny trivia question. How many combined touchdowns did the two Super Bowl MVPs for the Patriots have? Zero. They didn't even score a touchdown in the game. You're telling me that the bar is that high? That with Patrick Mahomes having won two Super Bowl MVPs already, and we're all kind of tired of that, going to be honest. And you've got other prominent players on the Chiefs offense who are like very worthy of having big statistical games on a balanced team. And my big thing here is I think if it's close, like if he has 400 yards, he's going to win Super Bowl MVP. Great, whatever. If he has like 23 for 33 for 236 and two, and both of them go to Travis Kelsey, who do you think is going to win? You're going to say Mahomes. You, the person listening, and I'm going to say, absolutely not. I think Kelsey wins Super Bowl MVP. What if he has 23 for 33, 236 and two, and Pacheco runs for 150 and a touchdown? I think Pacheco's winning. What if Rasheed Rice catches 12 of those passes? I think Rasheed Rice is going to win. You'd be like, well, who's Rasheed Rice? He's going to win. Who the hell was Dion Branch? And he won. Like, I just did not an argument. Sorry, it's not a counter. Like, I, I really think there's voter apathy with giving Mahomes Super Bowl MVP. I think it actually requires him to have a huge game to win if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. And the biggest thing here, like, you might think I'm crazy. That's whatever. The biggest thing here is I don't have to be right almost ever for this to be a windfall because the market is pricing this like it's impossible. Like, it can't happen. We bet Pacheco 240 to 1 to win Super Bowl MVP yesterday. He's still like 120. Kelsey's best price is 80. 80. They beat the Ravens and he catches a touchdown. Two weeks of him and Taylor Swift and Kelsey's and Jason's shirtless. You think it's 80 for the Super Bowl? You think it's 15 for the Super Bowl? He's going to go off at like 9 to 1. He's 80. They have to win as he'll a three-point dog. He'll be what? He'll be like the fourth choice in the market, right? Lamar? Yeah, it'll be McCaffrey or, or, third and then yeah, 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 if they play right. San Francisco, yep. Right. Which, like, I mean, like, let's play it. And here's, here's, the, here's, like, the really, like, oh, my God, if this happens thing. What is his price if they play Detroit? They're going to win the Super Bowl. They win. I don't care what the spread is. I'm very confident they're going to beat Detroit in the Super Bowl. He'll be the uh, like. He'll be the third choice. He'll be the third choice, and he'll be like uh, a little less than Cup was probably. Cup was like nine. He'll be like eight or seven, and Mahomes will be like minus one thirty. Mahomes will be like a minus. Goff, yeah. Goff will be next because the quarterback of the right. other team, and then Kelsey will be the third choice. Like in the market right now, Kelsey is priced the same as Amon Ross St. Brown. Does anybody think that those two players have the same likelihood of winning? How about this? Goff's ten, Kelsey's eighty. Who's more likely to win Super Bowl MVP? Anybody think the Lions are winning the Super Bowl? Ever? 
She's like, I, no one thinks this. And the first 10 people I told this to, all of them thought I was nuts. And then five of them wrote me back today and said, I think you're onto something. <laughs> it was like, but like, but like, like everyone's but why first they... thought is no way. But yeah. I'm curious why. Because like I, I think intuitively it makes a lot. And I would say if I disagreed, I think it makes a ton of sense. I think I think there's just I one thing that exists in every award. And I'm not no even saying how... that to prop you up. Just for our audience. Like I'm not even just saying oh, that yeah. like to make like so Ken looks good. I agree with him. I legitimately agree with what he said. I, one thing that comes across in every single award market every single time in history is uh, voter apathy. Everyone wants something new. Great, great, that guy won already. Now, what's the next thing? Who's the next guy that's going to win? Happens in every single award every single time. That's why there are so few repeat winners of anything. He's got two already. He won them in three years. They're back again. You don't think they're going to give it to the most famous athlete in the world, which, by the way, is his tight end or somebody else? I think it's more likely than that. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot more historical examples, by the way, than just Brady, than what, than what you're talking about. I'm going to sure. look a couple up during the break. We'll give you some golf bets on the other side, then we'll get back to football. Jason Sobel, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.